This is the Breakout Media Network. The Break Room on the Breakout Media Network. The show sucks. I'm a princess. Let's get out. <laughs> Your butt looks like two Pringles hugging. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? Two dollars. Breakroom.org. I sent you a lifetime supply of Quick Trip. <laughs> Bosom Buddies? Have you seen Bosom Buddies? I ate them all. <laughs> now that's dorky. It was a girl. Let's just point that out right now. It was a young man by the name of Dave. <laughs> anyway. See, we did do it. So. <laughs> White people own everything. I know. Who would you like to rape? Nobody's going to listen to this shit. Let's just shut up. Welcome to the Break Room with Mark, Dave and Dustin. Cue the theme Sweet Clean Beautiful Dustin. It's September 8th, 2006. Welcome to episode 25 of the Break Room. Version 2.0. You can find us at breakroom.org. The reset. The reset edition. This is the reset edition because with episode 25, we are launching into a whole new format. Well, I mean, not totally new. We're just going from stuff you guys don't care about to all hanger all the time. Uh, We are going to try a new format. We'll see if it goes somewhere. Hopefully it does. Hopefully we like it. We did a uh, survey and found the hangar was the most popular part of the it show. It was. It really was. No it's one the cared one. about our lives because yeah. we are boring. <laughs> Somehow we like we start always pot faded at the end of the first segment, and then we just kicked it into full gear for the last. But a pot faded. So perhaps the uh, biggest story this week was that uh, Steve. So Irwin, should we tell them what the new format is? Well, the new They'll format. It out. Yeah, you'll figure it out. All forty of them will figure it out, dude. Yeah. Um, if not, they can tell the other thirty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest story this week was that um, the crocodile hunter, a.k.a. Steve Irwin, was killed this week when he went Zacharias Musawi to film a documentary about some of the most dangerous sea animals, I believe. Um, he was in Australia. I don't believe stingrays were amongst those. And amongst sea animals? Amongst the most dangerous. Well, okay, some of the more dangerous. Um, that's what I read in an article. <laughs> but nonetheless... Erwin was 44, and he was filming uh, one of his TV programs off the Great Barrier Reef uh, when he was swimming above uh, a huge one of the giant stingrays. Oh, that's and cool. everything seemed okay, and then all of a sudden it turned around and stuck its 8-inch, uh, whatever you want to call ah. it, stinger. Um, stinger, I guess, stuck it straight through his heart. Winner. And they said that uh, if it had hit him anywhere else, I mean, it did release he probably, venom. He probably would have been fine. But he probably would have been fine. But because of where it was, it actually wasn't the venom that killed him, as we'll hear in the audio. <laughs> uh, actually, do you have that audio? No, you didn't give it to me. Okay, it's in the same folder. Load it up real oh, quick. Um, but as you'll find, <laughs> as we'll hear from one of Erwin's uh, former friends, I guess. So uh, it's, it's not actually what killed him. It was so what a, do you think about I, this? I believe he's still a uh, friend of his, probably. No, well, Steve's dead, so he's yeah, no but longer you a friend. Consider him you, that he was a friend. What do you think about the whole um, argument of people are in the animal world? It's what he deserves. People he's, are in the animal world. He was world. fucking with the animals. Uh, you mean because he was so disruptive? Yeah. Um, look in the... <laughs> Some people say that... Um, say that like there was this one article of this one girl that was saying basically she's glad this happened because now he's getting what he deserves for, yeah, for messing that. with the animals all the time and just that he was he was exploiting and, the animals yeah. i believe is what she said 
Yeah, I can find that real quick if you'll give me one second. The exact quote was on uh, what would Tyler Durden do this morning. Which I kind of see what she says, and I kind of understand, but at the same time, I mean... I know. Everybody's exploiting everything. That's <laughs> Is true. Is any worse than anything else anyone's doing? Yeah, Jermaine Greer, who is a f- supposedly a feminist icon in Australia, said she couldn't be happier that Steve Irwin was dead. Man. She said, there was, quote, there was no habitat, <laughs> no matter how fragile or finely balanced, that Irwin hesitated to barge into. Every creature he brandished at the camera was in distress. The animal world has finally taken its revenge. But probably not before a whole generation of kids in shorts seven sizes too small has learned to <laughs> shout in the ears of animals with hearing ten times more acute than theirs, determined to become millionaire animal-loving zoo owners in their turn. That's pretty harsh. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, yeah, he got into their environment, but it's not like he was hurting them. It's yeah, not like he was anti-PETA. On most of the shows, the animals seem very relaxed around him. They don't seem like they're all stressed mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Except for the stingray. <laughs> well, that's true. I don't know why you think this is so funny, dude. Because it is. <laughs> Death is funny. <laughs> but nonetheless, he was the, uh, I have to say, he was the Jacques Cousteau of our generation. Um, he you really, have to say that? I have to say that. It was forced on me. She's more it's in the script. Oh, okay. Um, the, new for, the new format is very scripted. But there's not many people that come along like that that are that, that popular, that prominent in the animal documentary world. And... He, although I was not a huge fan of his, and I heard his movie really sucked. He was the gay kid. Um, he had he deserved a lot of credit for what he did. So that's true. Plus, it sucks that he's got a wife and two kids. He's living. Yeah, behind. and that's that's and see that's where okay. So here's the thing. At what point he runs a zoo? Here did run the zoo, the Queensland Zoo, which he owned, and he made Man. four million a year, four million American a year off that, two. which is roughly eight million Australian. He also has two children, eight and three, I believe. Two. So what point is it selfish to continue a career which has made you famous, you know, being that dangerous of a job? Is it selfish when you have... But is it selfish when your entire family supports you doing it and they think it's awesome? That's true. Because his wife loved him and she thought it was awesome and his kids thought he was awesome. There's like a quote of his daughter saying how proud she is of what he does. Well, that's... So, I mean... Doesn't that kind of justify it? Yeah, I guess, I guess so. If it it just seems when you when you have kids, you're responsible. It seems like it's perhaps a mite irresponsible. That's true. Selfish. I don't know. I don't know that it's selfish. Plus, he was you know providing for his family quite well. Yeah, but he could have done that without having all these. Could he have? Yeah, I don't well, know that he could have. At this because point, that's what, I'm saying, well, maybe point. at this point, but that's true. But I don't think it's also ever what, about the money for him, anyways. But I mean, also, is that what he loved to do? Yeah, I think he just loves animals. You don't want him yeah. to not do what he loved to do. Also, true. true. Uh, unfortunately, his wife had to find uh, <laughs> find out. They flew to her because she was doing some backpacking in some mountains somewhere, and they had to fly and tell her. So, and she was immediately flown out with his family to the uh, the Bat Reef, which is where he was killed. Uh, they said he didn't even he. The, there are some reports that said he pulled it out. He pulled the stinger out. They said that, that on the actual video showed that. Yeah, but then there's I heard some debate that maybe he didn't really do that. But nonetheless, he was dead by the time he got to shore. So. I wonder if he would have lived if he left the stinger in. You know, I don't like know, the whole pour it out, like, let the blood gush out. You know, that actually ripped the heart too because it's actually you know how it's once it goes in it's mm-hmm. it cuts, but when it comes out it's like a hook basically like, yeah. it rips things. Wow. Hmm. Well, so here's wow. the question. Wow. There's a possibility. Some people said they're going to destroy the tape. Some people said they won't, that they may actually air it on TV. Do you want to see that death? Do you want to see... Because you know no matter what, it's going to get a lot of ratings, but do you want to yeah, see I it? I don't know that they should destroy it, but I don't know that, that 
it's either that or played on the air. I don't think there's a should... middle ground there, like keeping it no. private with the family and letting them do what they want. No, yeah, no. I don't. I don't think they no. should show it on the air at least right away. It should probably no, it be five think. years or so. <laughs> so and we're spent because it, you know that's always been the question: is um, would you watch a public execution if they held it on TV? No, like no, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. They either. have they have basically showed them on TV. Not what faces of death. Or something? Well, no, but the uh, which is crazy the dude getting beheaded. I mean, that wasn't TV. That was internet. But oh, well, anyone could watch that that's if true. they wanted to. And I did not want to watch that one yeah. bit at all. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even listen to the audio of that. Yeah, I it's fucking disturbing as shit. It's just yeah. we we are a very morbid people in America, and it wouldn't surprise me if it gets like the highest ratings ever for the Discovery Channel because they're the ones that own the tape. There's Do they sh- actually own it? Uh, from what I know, that's what I, that's what I heard earlier today. Hmm. Uh, follow no, up to last cool. week. Uh, the 14-year-old Kajindra Thapa Magar, who we talked about, who was only 20 inches tall at 14 16. years old, and who was going to try to become the world's shortest uh, person Look how cute he is in the Guinness Book of World Records, <laughs> has been denied his record because he's only 14. Uh, Emeralis Espinosa of the Guinness Zacharias World Musawi. Records said that uh, he was young. he was too young by four years, so he has to be 18. Oh, to be in the thing? I yeah, thought he was going for the youngest kid, and not just the—I mean, the smallest kid, not I, just the smallest person. I, mean, I guess male with penis. to be in the book at all, you have to be eighteen. Uh, they said there is 16. a possibility that he could be the shortest person in the world. However, Guinness World Records cannot examine more details until he reaches the age of eighteen. Maybe years. I, I guess that Next kind story. of makes sense because it—they want him to be full grown mm. before they give him the record of That's the true, smallest because person. It could keep, yeah, yeah it could he, keep I mean, any kid could be small. You could submit your baby right when it comes out of the womb. The uh, current record is held by a Jordanian Club man, uh, Eunice Edwan, who is twenty-five point five inches tall. So, I thought there wasn't a record for it. That's what the last article said. He was. No, I don't. Maybe they told him he couldn't do boy. He had to wait and become the smallest person. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps. Yeah. He looks kind of like a monkey. <laughs> it appears. Um, <laughs> Have y'all heard the, about this? The Bristol, uh, England-based. Thanks for laying out on the <laughs> Artist. I appreciate it. I know. He's called a graffiti artist, but his name is Banksy. Well, apparently he went into... Thanks for pretending we're not here and we're not talking. He went to 48 stores in Bristol, H&V, Virgin, and other indie record stores, took 500 copies of Paris Hilton's album in store, and replaced it with uh, 500 copies of Danger Mouse remixes. <laughs> uh, he said They said he did this in store. Now, he, he's been he's struck before in the... Uh, the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York and the Tate Britain Museum in London uh, when he snuck in some of his and own the paintings. Taint? Tate. <laughs> he snuck in some of his own paintings and replaced uh, famous his paintings. His own with paintings? His own. Paintings. Okay, I can't hear I never said, yeah. How the hell did he how did fuck you with, get, oh, how okay. did he fuck with 500 copies of our album and no one noticed? Isn't that insane? Uh, how do you do that? That's impossible. I don't know. He's obviously did he go in when the store was closed. Obviously, it's possible. Apparently, uh, Danger Mouse. Did he DJ, do it? Did he do it, Dave? Did he do it? Un- did the other employees let him do it because they wanted the the pub? Probably. Oh, 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 oh! Uh, apparently, uh, DJ Danger Mouse was him. a part of this. Because um, the official released, name is DJ Danger Mouse. Yeah, well, that's his artist uh, name. They released a statement together that said, "Quote: yeah. It's hard." For the most part, you don't really feel the length. It's hard to improve on perfection, but we had to try. Um, Man, we need to do that with the break room CDs. We need to just we go into the break store, room CDs first. put them, yeah, uh, replace five hundred Bob Dylan albums <laughs> with break room CDs. It is the number one this week, but I guess we're getting ahead here. Uh, if you've never heard of uh, Danger Mouse, he was famous for uh, taking the uh, remixing the Beatles 
black album or white album. I'm sorry, and mixing it with Summer album making the gray album. So white, white, you got in trouble for that. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Jay Z, wasn't it? Jay Z's black album. That's what it was. White, white, with white. the Beatles white album. Mixing, remixing the two. White. Yeah, all it was, right. It wasn't all that awesome. Wasn't that's because yeah. I don't like. It. it was all right. He also did a recent uh, CD for Adult Swim on Cartoon Network. Do you have that on DVD yet? No one cares. I'm That's a very good you, point. I'm giving you some background. <laughs> since I'm returning to the newsman chair here. Next story. Uh, Vermont is certainly known for its um, liberal, rather liberal nature. Cleaner. Um, but it's bringing it to a uh, all-new high as apparently there's a nudist trend in inside the actual town, not on the beaches where you would expect. Okay. Hi, but hi. apparently there's been a big trend this summer uh, for teenagers to just start disrobing near restaurants, bookstores, and some of the museums. And they'll just sit like that on the so sidewalks or whatever, nude, completely nude. Totally um, nude? There are no nudity laws. Yes, completely nude. There really? are no nudity laws in Vermont That's right insane. now. That's uh, insane. But a few people <sighs> are getting a little up in arms about it. Uh, Ozzy, <laughs> Ozzy, Co- <laughs> Coca Glue, Coca Glue, JJ Abrams said J. J. Abrams. it's a bad image for Battleboro, which is the team, we're, team, the town we're talking That's about. The team. Um, I, they said they're they they will not join the uh, local cities, Giant which balls. have made their own bans of nudity. Although there's no state ban against nudity, um, but they're going to see how it affects the other communities. That's crazy. I can't believe this. They don't have any laws against nudity. You think they'd have something? Well, apparently, it, I know. it started a few years ago when some uh, woman sat naked on a park bench, and then another woman started taking her shirt off downtown. Put in my ass. And now they've got a and music the guys festival. guys in charge realized, this is awesome. <laughs> Let's all be new. And now they're known <laughs> for the annual event Tits. known as Breast Fest, which has Tits. a bunch of women, women all, parading Tits. around the Y'all ready to relocate the show? Tits. That's where we're going next summer. I think we should all just pack up and head down there. That's right. We'll do the show butt naked on a park bench with remote mics. I thought you wanted to do that here anyway. <laughs> Boobies. Well, it doesn't. It's not as cool here because it's illegal. Oh, okay. We it's have okay to stay hidden indoors. It's okay in the break room studio. I know, but I want to be able to be out in public. I know. I want to lay in the grass in the park. Put in my ass. Let the grass tickle my bunk hole. <laughs> Black liquid. <laughs> Took your ball a little bit. <laughs> Uh, another person that's in trouble for nudity is uh, Joe Cullen, who is the Detroit Lions assistant coach. Apparently, he has been arrested twice in the past two weeks. Go nudity. Um, Maybe he's making a comeback. Once for drunken driving, and the second for driving nude. Apparently, he was pulled over uh, August 24th and taken on suspicion of indecent and obscene conduct. Is it really suspicion when a guy is sitting there with his just meat and two veg hanging out? (laughs) Not a a stitch of clothing on? I'm inclined to think that maybe... Nudity's making a comeback. It's scoreboarding clothes. I think this was his his response to the officer. I'm a young male with a penis. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, sir, I see that. Uh, And then he replied with, I know. (laughs) Lions president Matt Millen said that, quote, we're obviously very disappointed. These are very serious matters that will be Uh, handled sternly uh, and appropriately by our organization. Don't be naked. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's going to yell at him. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure that will get pulled. (laughs) And finally, for the first half at least. What if you and me had a little ranch somewhere? If you weren't aware, apparently... Pope Benedict the Sixteenth. <laughs> that looks so fucking awesome. 
This was the one of the fucking headlines on MSN.com today. Pulling the Pope there. has a new red hat. <laughs> What's that? What does it say? Uh, holy Saturno. Holy the the hat is called. It basically, it's called a Saturno. Hindu. It basically looks like. Thing? A bright red version of the cowboy hat that Woody wore, wore in Toy Story. Yeah. What a dork. It's like bright red felt, and it uh, he's wearing it with a white robe in this awesome. picture. He looks like he's in an old-timey cowboy movie. Why is he wearing... Is there any reason, is it explained, why he's wearing that crap? Maybe his um, head was too big for the regular Pope hat. Hey, you little champion. So Says he usually wears... He wears different hats during trips to hot countries. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he's worn he's also worn a red velvet cap trimmed with white fur before. <laughs> and it's known as a Camorra. I love that it's bright white, bright, bright bright red. I don't know it clashes. It's like it's almost a pink. Yeah, it's in, it's crazy looking. It's, it's like a it's it. almost a hot pink. It's bordering on it. That's true. How about crawl turn the lights off and it glows in the dark. It's it's really sad when the headline is the Pope has a new red hat. Shows you where our priorities are. Hmm. It was strange, the video I saw, he actually wasn't riding in the Pope-mobile either, so... Well, that sucks. He gave that up, too. Now he rides in the Batmobile. <laughs> well, the band this week is uh, Play Radio Play. Whoa! You can find them at playradioplay.com or myspace.com. Hasn't this been played somewhere before? Uh, what's that? The song. Haven't you played it somewhere before? No, actually, I haven't. These are two new songs. I believe you did somewhere, though. I didn't play them. These are two <sighs> new songs. I know, it blew right over his head, didn't it? Okay, whatever. I'm still confused, but nonetheless, um, the song is called <laughs> "Not Player to Play." Uh, okay. <laughs> Off of the still yet, he doesn't have a mal- an album, but uh, he just releases singles. And you can also find all of his songs at purevolume.com/slash Play Radio Play. It's none of these. None of those, surprisingly. Uh, this song is called. Uh, it's called Maddie. Don't leave. <laughs> Put our money where our mouth is 
Steve Irwin hadn't died. Probably the biggest story this week would have been Katie Couric. Did he taking die? Over so, the, so baby... Uh, no, we're talking about Katie oh, Couric. Not bad. So, uh, one on the screen. Yeah, well... Um, this would have been the big news. I scored with a Nazi. Katie Couric would have been the biggest story. The fact that she took over the CBS news. And so it's I took the time and I watched it online. And just to see what all the hoopla was about. Yeah, I'm a nerd. And I have to say overall... She's really like today showed it up or whatever show she was on. She's very very the morning show, show still. <laughs> it um, was her first show. Very though. generic. Yeah, we'll man, see where it goes, but slack. it was very soft as far as you know. When you come with Bob Schieffer and Dan Rather, and we've got a little audio here of now, how she started out and then how she ended the show. Wasn't what, what was the big deal? I mean, there was all this like people bitching about it. I thought like it was it was just she. Well, okay, well, one of the first <clears throat> stories she talked about was I'm Surrey Cruz. 
You know, making that was like one of our top stories was oh, it's going to be saying on the cover that it's of Vanity Fair. And it's not. very tabloid. Why don't we listen to the audio? Okay, well, here's uh, here's how they started it. I'm Katie Couric. Tonight, it was the first front in the war on terror. And in Afghanistan now, the Taliban are back with a vengeance. Bitch. Lara Logan has an unprecedented encounter with Al-Qaeda's best friends. So that's not that bad. That's standard news. It's a little... Her re- her reading her reading of the teleprompter is a little off not a little off it's a little I don't like girl news anchors stale and yeah she's certainly not I the mean, first one but, but that's because I don't like black people I don't like them yeah I can't take them seriously <laughs> is that <laughs> wrong you can't take vagina <laughs> seriously is that wrong <laughs> that is wrong ah <sighs> it's true you're very sexist Dave um yeah. it's and if you thought that was bad okay well listen to what what how she ends the show this is so I think low class so let's, let's uh hear, let's uh it's awful these they uh so yeah that sounds know. like our show that, that's that weird amazing <laughs> why did she end the show like that <laughs> okay. now before we go tonight all summer long people have been asking me how will you sign off at the end of your broadcast i emailed her to ask racked my brain and so far nothing has felt right but here's a look at how some out, well-known go, anchors out, have <laughs> signed off through the years. How's your vagina? Good night, and good luck. Good night, Chet. Good night, David. Put in my ass. the way it is, Thursday, August 30th, 1962. This is Walter Cronkite. Good night. Thank you for joining us. Courage. Courage. Saying good night and good news. I'm Hello, everyone. Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. They played that on the news? I'm not sure any of those will wow. work for me, but if you have a bright idea for That's a great sign cheesy. off, log on to our website at cbsnews.com and tell Cheese me. Bolly. I know we'll have a lot of fun reading them, and who knows, Tits. maybe one will actually stick. But for now, all I have to say is, I'm Katie Couric. Thank you so much for watching, and I hope to see you tomorrow night. Yeah, what? I saw her sign off. I saw her sign off tonight, and she was saying there's twenty thousand emails about what? how to sign off. I'm sorry, that's God. very. When it comes to serious news, and given the history of the news of the professional, you know, evening news desk, that's very low class. I think, and it's just stupid. It's she, dumb. She said they were going to do. Uh, she's like, we'll go through them and we'll play. We'll we'll go through some of the good ideas and some of the not so good ideas and some of the just weird ideas. First bad idea. <laughs> this whole bit. <laughs> You know, do you hear? Do you hear that whirring sound? Do you hear it? And that's that's Edward R. Murrow spinning in his grave, and Walter Cronkite spinning in his deathbed. I did notice she was. <laughs> he introduced her, dude. She was standing in care. front uh, of the desk. He probably doesn't care too bad. Did you see that? What? Uh, when she stands in front of the desk, I didn't see that part. She's and like instead of sitting news? behind the desk during mm-hmm. part of the news. Oh, she's, she's like, like leaning on oh, the desk, God. sitting on the front of it. Vomit, vomit. Walter Cronkite <laughs> taking his catheter and sticking it in his eye right now. Uh right did you see the video of bob schieffer like when they were doing the handoff last friday oh yeah he used to do he that, like he? he like walked over and it was just like such an slaps he, on the he, ass. he slaps her on the arm real hard it was ah. so it looked it was such a go get him buddy move. it was like it, it was, looked derogatory honestly. he was like how's your vagina pretty you much <laughs> you bitch i just thought it so far i'm not impressed now they said that compared to a year ago their rating their ratings rose 86 percent We'll see how it's long just that Just because it's the first night. Exactly. Wow. Let's wow. compare that to, I don't know, a week from now and see where they're at. Dude, our ratings were high at one point. That's true. So that tells you something. That's a good point. It's a good point. It's a good point. Our ratings were up 86% 25 weeks ago. They were up over 100%. Yeah. Like 300% for a while. <laughs>
while, one week. Yeah. What? We can't oh. hear you from over yeah. there. You have to actually get close to the One week. One week. Pod fader. Well, the other big story Pod this fader. week, for some reason, was the fact that we finally saw the face of the child of Tom what and... What the fuck, man? Well, I guess Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes, not Katie Cruise. Of whatever. Asian child? Of their Asian-looking child named Suri. Um, uh, Dave, you said that you don't think she looks like... Those. She doesn't look like either of them. See, I think I she think looks she, like Tom Cruise. I think to me. she looks like Tom. Really? Yeah. So she's at least the sperm of Tom Cruise. I don't think she looks like either of them. And maybe I, neither I think, of them have that hair. Well, he's she, got pretty. Look at his hair in this picture. That it's, looks like jet black Asian hair, though. Hi, I'm Tom. Well, hair the hair will probably lighten as he gets older. Mine, I maybe. think you should meet Ten Second Tom. <laughs> but. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom. Nonetheless, I don't know why this is the biggest story, but whatever. That's the that's the audio from him. Hi, I'm Tom. I think I think she looks a lot like Tom Cruise, actually. Unless there's a picture of the baby coming out of her vagina, I won't believe it's theirs. I you say think it's adopted. No, think they're allowed I'm to have that in a, Scient- a Scientology birth? Probably. And you know they're going to be pissed. They're like Chopper Dave doesn't think it's real, <laughs> I know. so we got to show the vagina. They will. Video. They will. Oh, that's not cool. It'll be on YouTube but Remember, you, you just said you don't take vagina seriously. <laughs> but don't. he can see a vagina giving birth and then believe that that's really what happened. He'll yeah. probably think that doesn't it's a mean fake I, That doesn't mean I think Katie Holmes is going to make a good news anchor. <laughs> I know. Tits. Well, you remember our old friend Daniel Edwards who made the um, Britney Spears statue pushing out a kid yes. and the Surrey, speaking of Surrey, yes. the Surrey poop statue? Yes, no, ma'am. No, no, well, no. I remember, even if he doesn't. Yeah. Apparently, um, he's going a step further this time, and he's going to make a statue of Brad Pitt having a threesome with Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston. Finally, now, a statue worthy of... Okay, I have a question. Is it... Does he have to give them any kind of rights to this stuff? I don't think so. I don't think, I mean, yeah. is, is it, like, public domain They're or whatever? Public figures. All now, right. Did, does that mean that, like, um, Andy... Uh, Weiner? Uh... His name went out of my Wiener? head. He did the Marilyn Monroe paintings and stuff. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. Warhol. Did he, like, so. he just gets all the credit for that, even though it's totally him just using her picture and adding some color to it? He may have had to pay rights for the picture. Oh, uh, yeah. Whoever took the I wonder if he took the photo. He may have. I don't know. I don't know. That's just weird. You would think they would have some rights over him making sculptures of them having sex. Yeah, well, they're they're going, Jolie and Aniston are going to try to stop it from being made, of course. Jolie and Aniston are? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it says Jolene Aniston are horrified by the work and will go to any lengths to prevent it from being exhibited. Maybe this that includes teaming up against Daniel. It's all part of Brad Pitt's plan to get them to become friends so he really can't have a threesome with them. Brad doesn't seem to be bothered by the threesome's portrayal at all. <laughs> That's according to the One Daily Star. Isn't that awesome? I wouldn't be either when you've got two of the hottest women yeah. in the world. <laughs> he goes, sweet. Yeah. yeah um, you need us to model it for you? <laughs> you think he regrets uh, hooking up with Angelina Jolie now? Probably so not. So just hitting it and quitting it? Why would he? I don't know. Now he's uh, he's gonna have to go. I mean, nothing well, more charity like, work, but now he has to do all this work just to stay well, with. He's, he's kind of like tired. Her. He can leave. Nothing's holding him there. He's right. just, I he's think got he's been enough money. Except that whatever captured by her pregnancy thing. Yeah. Not like that. Do you think that's ever stopped anyone in Hollywood from just breaking up from someone just because they want, or anyone no. not in Hollywood? It's true. No, it never no, stopped no, Chopper Dave. No, no, no. All the people you impregnated. Yeah. You did impregnate. He's got enough money. He can afford the Cameron. Afford the. The payments, the alimony payments, and sure, child support. It's a good point. J.J. Abrams, Polly Hornbeak. Plus, they're not really his kids; they're all adopted, right? Uh, uh, no, she's pregnant. Angelina Jolie. Oh. I thought she had a kid. She, or they had the kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there's sure. some rumors uh, that she may be pregnant again. Is that girl, oh. the girl's name? So uh, cranking out a bunch of Dawn. 
super babies over here. Why are they super? Because they're like yeah, two of the hottest like, people in the oh, world. Okay. He needs to grow the beard back out. Like the big awesome with the beard, yeah. Yeah, he was doing that for that upcoming movie that he ended up not doing called The Fountain. Hey, that dude. Hugh Jackman took over. Well, he needs to just grow the beard anyways. It's cool. Does he Does he fling his own shit? Legitimate question, Mark. <laughs> I don't know. But maybe he, that dude would has, bronze it if he I just did. know he's hot, so. <laughs> has he ever been pelted in a sandstorm? That's, That's the question. Didn't that teacher Oprah's vagina? Okay. Next story. The gay uh, kid. <laughs> next story, Deusman Dave. Near the Como Estuary in Africa. <laughs> In uh, I believe it was near Libreville, no, Pastor not Frank. A place. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Pastor Frank Cabell drowned when he tried to recreate the biblical miracle of Jesus walking on water. <laughs> Is this a real uh, story? Pastor Cabell, thirty-five, told his congregation that he could repeat the biblical miracle. I'm a pirate, and then when he attempted it, he drowned. That was I, some of the audio. Yeah, I'm a pirate. I don't know what that had to do with anything. So he just walked out in the water and drowned. That's pretty much it. And That's no the one, whole story. No one tried to save him? <laughs> no one tried to save him. They thought, oh, he's doing a miracle. He can save himself. They thought, right oh, now. he's a dumbass. Let him die. What if, the hell? And even then, why are you going to go in the water unless you can swim? Have you ever been Even if by you are a pastor or? who can walk on water. Well, he thought he could walk on the water. Who needs to swim? That's a good point. <sighs> That's a good point. He had faith. Jesus loves he's the witches and hoes. <laughs> and, of course, the original story can be found in Matthew 14. So. That she is. All right. Well, I guess that's going to be all for the news this week. Um, with the new format. One thing we are going to do. Um, Let's do a little point. Hmm. What's the point? To hit the music. Tits. The new music, not the tits. <laughs> no, not that. We're not closing the show. Oh, okay. The last segment music. The last segment music. Get on the ball, producer. Um, it's in Windows oh, Media Player. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> Struggling. God, it's like amateur hour here. There we go. Put on, on loop. Uh, we're going to try doing. We'll see how long this lasts. What the hell's loop? It's under view. Play. Play. It's on repeat already. Um, boy, this is professionalism in its <laughs> finest. <laughs> My turn down just a tad. This Sunday, well, actually, this Thursday, um, tomorrow night, according to us, all those is being released on sun, uh, Friday. Sees the start of the 2006 NFL football, footy, footy, football season. Uh, the first game will be September 7th. Um, it's Miami mm-hmm. versus Pittsburgh, and we're going to be making our picks now. Anal. We're going to be making our picks, right? We're going to be writing these down. Is there any consequence for whoever loses? Put in my ass. There will be a consequence. I think next week we need to each bring an idea and vote on it. Of a consequence? Yes. Hmm. They sent you a lifetime supply. Quick Any trip. ideas? Right now? Something Put embarrassing. Put in my ass. Something embarrassing. <laughs> well, it doesn't involve nudity. Okay. Put in you, my ass. If you have any ideas, you can email them to breakroom at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing in the ass. And we either. will, if, if we get any, whenever so we decide like what we're going to do, we'll, uh, we'll take pictures of it. Yeah. As long as it's not in the ass or nudity. <laughs> Put in my ass. Quit suggesting that. We'll make sure and put a mature rating on that podcast. Yeah, I think they're all mature at this point. Um, Okay, so Thursday's game is Miami at Pittsburgh. Chopper Dave, what is your Which I guess we'll already know at this point. uh, Whoever's listening will know who won this. Right, good point. Me. Chopper Dave, what's your pick? Um, Miami at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. You take Pittsburgh. Sweet, clean, beautiful, Dustin. What's your pick? Uh, and we're not doing spreads, right? Just, not doing straight spreads, up. just straight up. Straight up. Miami. 
Roethlisberger won't be there, and Culpepper's starting in Miami. I'm going to say Miami also. That's a good point. All right, Sunday, the first game Sunday. Well, not the first game, but at 1 p.m. Or 12 p.m. Central for all you who don't like to convert time. Uh, it's Atlanta at Carolina. I, Chopper Dave, your pick, sir. Um, I'll go Atlanta. I have no idea about any of this yet, so next okay. week I'll be more prepared. Sweet, clean, beautiful, Dustin. Um, I'll go Carolina. I will also say Carolina. Are you just going to say whatever he said? No, actually, <laughs> I was going to say that. Here, I'll make the next pick. Next game, Seattle-Detroit. I will, surprisingly enough, be taking Seattle. Chopper Dave. Um, I'll take Seattle, too. Okay. And Sweet Clean. I'll take Seattle, too. All right. I just, I, you know what? Not I'll going with the upset, are you? Nope. Okay, the next game is Philadelphia at Houston. Sweet Clean. Going to have to go Philly. Mm, big surprise. Yeah, I'll take Philly, too. Philly. I will also take Philly, sir. Uh, next game, Cincinnati at Kansas City. Uh, I will take... I'm going to go on a lark and just take Cincinnati. Sweet clean? I will take the Bengals also. I don't, also. I don't believe you're sweet clean. Oh, yeah, my bad. But you will take Cincinnati. I'll take the Bengals. Sweet clean? Uh, I'll go Kansas City. All right. Um, next game is Buffalo at New England. Uh, Chopper Dave. Um, New England? I will also take New England. Sweet clean? This list is bullshit. Uh... <laughs> I'll go New England, too. Okay. Uh, the next game is Denver at St. Louis. Next door, Deesman Dave. Uh, Dustin? Denver at St. Louis. Uh, go Denver. Okay. I'll go St. Louis. St. Louis. I will take Denver as well. Dave's going to be running down the street nude. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next game is, Bal- my ass. is Baltimore at Tampa Bay. I will take... Boy, this is... Struggling. I'll take Tampa Bay, I guess. I'll take Baltimore. I'll take Baltimore also with yeah. McNair. Oh, that's right. Fuck. Oh, well. My pick's hey, go back one. now. I know. PP. Uh, next game is the New York Jets at Tennessee. Is Pennington back? Uh, um, yeah. Or is he broken another ass? No, he's a starter. Okay. Um, who's the starter at Tennessee this year? Uh, I forget. Somebody's filling in for before Vince Young takes over. Okay, so I, I guess I think it Jeff m- George. No. Some spare on the Raiders. Um, I'll take the Jets. I'll take the Jets, too. Dustin? I'll go Tennessee. What the hell? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, San Francisco to Arizona. This is... I'll take San Francisco just for the fun. Okay, you're going to take San Francisco? I will take Arizona. Me, too. Take San Francisco? No. Oh, okay. I have to be loyal. Chicago at Green Bay. Um, I'm not sure that either team is really going to be that great, um, but I will just take Green Bay. I'll go Chicago. Okay. Just for fun. Dustin? Uh, I'll go with Green Bay. Okay. What are you looking at? No cheating. Not paying attention to the show, apparently. Uh, next game uh, is Dallas at Jacksonville. Chopper Dave? Um, I'll take Dallas just for fun. Okay. Jacksonville. Taking Jacksonville, Dallas, and I'm a little, I'm a little, um, I'm not sure yet because I can't. I love Dallas, but I cannot root for Terrell Owens. So is it? Can I root for Dallas's success but Terrell Owens' failure? I don't know. Can you? Go, Pat, go. Um, I will take. Boy, this is a toss-up. Um, 
Go for your team, dude. Pick I'll Dallas. take Dallas. What the fuck? All right. Uh, next is Indianapolis at the New York Giants. Ooh, brother versus brother. I will take. I'm going to take Indianapolis. Ooh, wild pick. Uh, crazy, I know. I'm taking Old Manning also. Old Manning for Dave. Yeah, same thing. Okay, we all wish for the New York Giants defeat. We have two games on Monday, September 11th. Instead of showing reverence for the World Trade Center, we're going to be playing. We're going to pack football in. Well, they we got, they seem to like the hall. Isn't the seventh the uh, London bombing anniversary, and they're I starting know. the season that day? It's true. I know. They just point. love the bomb, the bombing anniversary. They do love bombings. Um, <laughs> we've got two games. One starting at seven, and one at uh, ten fifteen, which is ridiculous. That's Eastern Standard Time. Indeed, indeed, sir. Uh. Okay, first game, Monday Night Football. Minnesota at Washington. I'm going to go with Washington, although I hate Washington. I'll take Minnesota. Me too. Okay. And let's see. You know what? Ah, I hate both teams, damn it. Um, okay, next game, the one at 10-15, is uh, San Diego at Oakland. Does anyone care? Um, I'm definitely not afraid so much. of having my ass torn out. I think I'm going to go with San Diego, though. Me too. Dave? I'll go with San Diego too. All right. So we don't differ on a lot. It's kind of a oh, spare yeah, we week. <laughs> it'll, it'll even out it'll, over it'll the even course out. of the season. So we'll see how it goes. We don't know what the ending bet will be, but... Uh, we'll try and decide that next week. We will. If you have any ideas, again, you can uh, email us at breakroom at gmail.com. Or you can I know call the 40 us. of you won't, you fuckers. <laughs> you can call us at 214 T-Bar, it's 827. Why don't you ever give me a warning, dude, that we're about to do this so I can actually <laughs> kick on the end music. Well, last time we pointed to you, you didn't know what to do. Yeah, so what's the point now? Well, just say we're ending. <laughs> you got so nothing to you didn't say, point huh? at me. You didn't point at me. You were over there pod fading. Dustin, we're ending. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, Crawlspeed.net for all your Jeep needs? You're going to quit promoting, uh, promoting your website if you're such Please an asshole don't. to me. You can find Crawlspeed.net for all your Jeep needs. You can subscribe to the show through iTunes. If you go to the uh, music store and search for Break Room. Put in my ass. Or you can go to breakroom.org, and you can find the RSS feed there if you have a podcatcher. Or if you just have the regular RSS uh, catcher. Oh, that's not cool. Uh, Again, you can call us at uh, 214-3299-TBAR at 827. Or you can email us at breakroom at gmail.com. Or you can find us at myspace.com slash thebreakroom. Uh, again, the band this week .net for all your is Play Radio Play. You can find them at playradioplay.com or at MySpace right. or at purevolume.com slash playradioplay. Out, go, out, go, out. So that's the end of our right. uh, first week Gasoline. of this new experience. Uh, I don't know that it was the greatest. Go. It's about Break as good as uh, Katie right. Couric's first Gasoline. episode. <laughs> good God. Go. At least she didn't have to deal with this. Well, we'll catch you guys next week from ass. all of us here at the break room. All How's your vagina? I dream a little bit about the chance of seeing you. And out the window, there's a full moon staring at me. Inside my room, you're not here to check out the new tune. It's pretty fast. It's pretty lo-fi. At one point, I even cut out all the bass. moment I am composing you and I will have a simple conversation about our day the next day it starts again same time same place
failed to wash my clothes. Socializing skills, you know me in a way I could never say to your face. And my hair is frizzy from the humidity. I say, but the truth is, it hasn't rained in over a month. Texas has come from your suspicious hunch. People make me crazy to the point where I. Even Hi everyone, welcome to Yankee Stadium with Burt Blylev and I'm Anthony LaPanta. Thanks for joining us on a perfect afternoon for baseball here at Yankee Stadium. And Burt, you always talk about pennant races and big games. This is where teams need the best players to be their best players, and they've been their best so far in this series. It really has. We all know that the Minnesota Twins have had trouble here in New York. Well, it's continued here on Friday night because Alex Rodriguez, who had been slumping a little bit, one for 21, Having a very good series so far, three for eight on Friday night, a two-run home run, two home runs for Rodriguez, and then the American League batting title, Joe Maurer, two for five so far in the series against uh, Jeter. We're going to do this fucking thing over again because I just fucked it up. Oh, we're live. I didn't know that. And Torrey Hunter has been huge for Minnesota. Showing signs of breaking out offensively with the bat. He had a big home run. Well, I'm sorry for that, but Torrey Hunter, he's been swinging a hot bat. They need his hot bat along with Justin Morneau to win this game here this afternoon. And all the talk about the big names is nice, but...